Welcome to this Sant Mat Satsang podcast edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio, dedicated to exploring the path of the masters, the way of the saints and mystics. Today, the mystic poetry of Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, the modern-day founder of Sant Mat, the great-great-great-grandfather of all Sant Mat lineages, or Adi Guru, all lineages go back to Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. You'll also hear a hymn, and the recital of that hymn in English from the Padavali of Maharishi Mehi Paramhans. And we'll explore the teachings of Swami Vyasanand, all from the Sant Tulsi Sahib Satsang, lineage related to Sant Tulsi Sahib and his spiritual successors. These hymns of Tulsi Sahib, or bhajans, when translated into English, appear like verses of mystic poetry or psalms. I begin with one that I have read occasionally on this program because it really defines the path. Seek to see God now. Liberation during this life. This life, the concept of salvation, all describe. To meet the Lord by dying while living, none discloses. They all speak of the goal of salvation after death. How to attain it while living, no one says. Were they to reveal the method of attaining release while living, then alone would Tulsi be convinced of their words. Who speak after seeing with their own eyes and teach the method of salvation during life are of the stage and stature of saints, for they reveal the quintessence of the soul. Another key poem of Tulsi Sahib, focusing on the location, to focus one's attention in order to access the heavens and the divine. Within this body, another mystic poem of Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, India. This body breathes the secret essence. Within this body beats the heart of the Vedas or scriptures. Within this body shines the entire universe, so the saints reveal. Hermits, ascetics, celibates are all lost, seeking him in endless guises. Seers and sages perfectly parrot the scriptures and holy books, blinded by knowledge. Their pilgrimage and fasting and striving but delude. Despite their perfect practice, 
they discover no destination. Only the saints who know the body's heart have attained the ultimate, O Tulsi. Realize this and you found your freedom. While teachers trapped in tradition know only the mirage in the mirror. This is from a section of the mystic poetry of Tulsi Sahib titled Wake Thou Lost in Slumber, a classic Gnostic mystic theme of the sleeping soul unaware of their own self, lost in someone else's matrix. A warning is given against the lethargic state of humanity. Life is fleeting. Death is fast approaching. And yet, time is being wasted. It is dawn. Wake, oh wake thou, drowned in sleep so deep. Wake up. Wake up. Has been said for ages. But not once did he wake. Not once did he awake. How shall he ever find the essence? For ages and ages he has slept. Who but the saints can wake him? He has fallen into the net of delusion. Who can release him from this bondage? Whosoever talks wisely to him, he listens not a whit. Through the ritualism of the pundit, the whole world has been deluded. Wake up, wake up has been said for ages, but not once did he wake. Wake, O traveler, wherefore dost thou sleep? The night has already ended. Whosoever sleeps loses all. Whosoever wakes is blessed with great good fortune. One who has forgotten the master and the secret of his primal home, he struts about in the world, unfortunate that he is. Worldly attachments hold him fast in their grip. What evil days are in store for him? Know thou the essence of human birth and lose not this golden opportunity. Break all thy shackles and get deliverance from the ceaseless cycle of birth and death. Swim across this turbulent ocean, O Tulsi. Be thou a swan. Leave the filth of the crow. Concentration of the soul. Fear of death can be conquered through concentration of the soul, or surat, at the eye center, the third eye, the seat of the soul. 
Ultimately, this leads to union with the Supreme Being. Whosoever has concentrated his soul has been redeemed from the fear of death. She has ascended the firmament with force and has found refuge at the feet of the Supreme Being. She has taken abode in the infinite region and has attained union with the Beloved. Indeed, O Tulsi, she has been delivered from delusion, suffering, and the fever of countless lives. within. The state of a person who traverses the spiritual regions within himself has been described in this poem. Such spiritual experiences come only through the guidance of a master, and it gives the individual deliverance from all anguish. Who have seen within the splendor of the celestial region with their inner eye, they alone can show the beginning of the beginning. Who have found the secret of the supreme state, only they give us hints of that state. Who have merged their souls in Shabd, have realized the truth of what the Master has said. Who have penetrated the current of spiritual regions above, they alone know the state of the inaccessible. Varied aspects of the mystery and the secret of the unspoken word are unraveled by them. Who have brought faith and have learned this truth, they alone can look for the Supreme Lord. With the grace of the Master, all afflictions go, and he gives deliverance from the anguish of this world and the hereafter. Only a rare one who has surrendered himself to a saint realizes the primal being who hath played this game at the peak of the firmament. He alone, Otelsi, has quenched his thirst for the world. of the invisible. This poem seems to be a description of the commencement of the spiritual journey within. The account starts from where the soul current gets collected at the third eye center between the two eyes. Lightning flashed in my eye, O oh friend, and brightly did shine the light of the moon. I got a glimpse of the invisible within. Thirst and longing for the Lord were aroused. My ears received the boon of unstruck music. And knowledge came like the explosion of light, O oh friend. 
Dark clouds began to shatter, and the light of the divine mansion was revealed unto me. Beyond the sun, the moon, and the tunnel, Tulsi beheld the abode of the Lord Almighty. Celestial, a poem about the sound current, the divine inner sound that one focuses on, that takes them into the heavens, the inner regions above. Listen, O friend, to the thunderous roar of Shabd, which reverberates throughout the firmament or heavens. Water, which becomes turbid by relishing the earth, gets cleansed of its impurities when filtered. Waves of pure bliss emanate from the heart when the moss that covers it is removed. Hold the arrow, be still, stretch the bow taunt. Fix your aim sharp at the target, pierce the firmament. The unseen world is contained within the human eye. So say and describe all men of inner knowledge. Behold the Brahmanand within, through your astral eye. When that eye is opened, everything stands revealed. The soul in the void will hear resounding peals of sound. She will uncover and know the essence of the sound current. They alone, O Tulsi, will know that perfect state who have seen it and experienced it themselves. from a long composition of Tulsi Sahib, an excerpt from Tulsi Sahib's Gat Ramayan in praise of his spiritual master, the Sat Guru of Tulsi Sahib. In a prayerful mood, he pays homage to his Sat Guru for bestowing knowledge and bliss upon him, for giving Tulsi inner vision and for granting him deliverance from the cycle of birth and death. It was through complete surrender to his master that he attained these boons. Indeed, even the power to surrender himself came through the grace of his master. As I've mentioned on past editions of Spiritual Awakening Radio, I believe that 
the guru of Tulsi Sahib of Hathras was Sant Darya Sahib of Bihar, or one of Sant Darya's spiritual successors. The reason for this is that Sant Darya Sahib of Bihar is the only living or contemporary Sant Sat Guru mentioned in the hymns of Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. So in the same way that only one contemporary spiritual master was mentioned by Swamiji Maharaj, and only one living master was mentioned in the hymns of Maharishi Mehi, Baba Devi Sahib of Moradabad, so to hear in the hymns of Tulsi Sahib only one conspicuous yet obscure contemporary master was named and elevated to the same status as Kabir, Guru Nanak, Maribai, Sirdas, and some of those famous classic songs of the past, and that is Darya Sahib of Bihar. Now, of course, Darya Sahib of Bihar also check, check marks, uh, checks all of the boxes for my criteria of who that master might have been. Someone quite influenced by the teachings of Kabir, especially the Anurag Sagar of Sant Dharam Das and other Sant Dharam Das or Dharam Dasi teachings. Someone who had access to all five of the five names. Someone very much close to the Kabir line of masters. Darya Sahib of Bihar checkmarks all of those boxes and just so happens he's the only one named by Tulsi Sahib in his hymns, an excerpt from Ingratitude to His Master. At the outset, I offer salutation to my Lord, the Satguru. In surrender at his feet, Tulsi loses himself in ecstasy. I pay homage in all humility at the feet of my Master whose grace has revealed the mystery of light and sound. I offer myself in adoration to the saints who have bestowed on my soul the power to see. The brilliant light of surrender has revealed unto me the essence and the true form of my master. Lowly and bereft of wisdom, I offered my heart to him through surrender, recognition of the Satguru has come to me. The Satguru, indeed, is an unfathomable ocean of bliss. He has revealed the path and the method to attain the Lord. Again and again, I bow at the lotus feet of my Master. In all humility, I sing His praises. Perceiving my state of misery, he took pity on me and gave me inner vision. Repeatedly, I clasp his feet in surrender and pray unto him. With love of thy feet, I dedicate myself as thy slave. For knowing me as the worst, thou still sought me out. With all my heart and soul, I forever am thy servant, says Tulsi Sahib.
The mystic poetry of the science for me is absolutely necessary in order to understand Saint Mont. So those volumes known as the Mystics of the East series, the poetry of Tulsi Sahib, Kabir, Guru Nanak, Namdev, Dadu, those define the path. I'm all in favor of esoteric path of the masters type literature, how the universe works, the motherboard of the cosmos. But it's really the poetry that sells it for me. And that's how the path of the masters has been traditionally communicated over the centuries in the form of hymns, in the form of mystic poetry. That what's, that's what does it more justice, I think, than just books about chakras and subtle bodies. You're hearing Spiritual Awakening Radio. Stay tuned for more after these messages. Awakening Radio continues. Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, India, appointed a few spiritual successor gurus to carry on his legacy. There was Ram Krishna, not to be confused with other famous names of history, other Ram Krishnas of history. At the Tulsi Sahib Mandir in Hathras, the new Acharya, or head guru, became Sir Swami after the death of Tulsi Sahib. In the city of Lucknow, there was Maharaj Gudhari Sahib, who had a satsang there, living in a house provided to him by Seth Shivdayal Singh, also known as Swamiji Maharaj of Agra, who had a house in Agra and a home in Lucknow, which served as the base of operations for Sant Gudhari Sahib's satsang in the city of Lucknow. Upon the death of Maharaj Gudhari Sahib in 1860 is when Swamiji Maharaj went public with his satsang opened the doors and founded the Radhaswami Satsang. Another successor of Tulsi Sahib was Baba Devi Sahib of Maradabad and his primary spiritual successor was Maharishi Mehi Parmahans who lived to the age of 101 and passed on in 1986. Maharishi Mehi, in this Maharishi Mehi branch of the Tulsi Sahib Satsang, was a great composer of mystic hymns, the Padavali. The following is Padavali hymn number 88. He begins by talking about repeating the name of the Guru. Here, this is not referring to repeating the actual name of the teacher, but repeating the name that the guru imparts at the time of initiation, the Simran word, the mantra, the sacred name. 
Padavali hymn number 88 from Maharishi Mehi Paramahans. O brothers, repeat the name of the Guru and gain peace of mind. Without repeating Guru's name, peace will elude you. Repeat his name, repeat his name. Worshipping at the Guru's feet, your efforts are crowned with fruition. In the darkness of the body, the individual self has been deluded for ages. Getting the secrets from the Master, you go and pierce the darkness. Thereafter, look at the Guru's lotus feet with your fixed gaze. That point is the star or till, and also called the tenth door. And the same is dazzling like a jewel, and is the very radiant image of the Master. There the soul of the Guru watches the incomparable light of the moon, the full moon. He is highly gratified, and the eyes of his soul feed upon the extraordinary beauty. Over the lotus with a thousand petals is the very mansion of Trikuti, where the sun Brahma, assuming the body of Guru, sends forth the amazing light. Up, up above the Trikuti are Soon, or the void, and Mahasun, the great void. Reaching there, mount up to the Banwar Gufa, the caves, where you catch the quintessential one, the very current of sound divine. With the help of the Surat, the attention faculty of the soul, you catch the quintessential sound and merge with the absolute supreme being. Guru's original incomparable self is unseen, fathomless, imperishable, desireless, beyond words, and beyond description. Now I want to share with you hymn number 88 of the Padavali of Maharishi Mehi, sung traditionally as it's done in India, in the original Hindi. This is done by Madhulata Arya. Thank you. 
Padavali hymn number 88, sung by Madhulata Arya. Next, we focus on hymn number 14 from the Padavali of Maharishi Mehi. First, the English language translation, the wording. In praise of the Master. Verses from the Padavali of Maharishi Mehi, Hem 14. I bow again and again to the embodiment of unending devotion, kindness, the storehouse of divine knowledge beyond worldly wisdom, and the treasure house of splendid thoughts, extremely forgiving, forbearing, profound in knowledge, and maintaining the equipoise of mind during conflict and confusion. The very life force of devotees giving them endless sympathy. I bow to the Satguru, the giver of knowledge and the revealer of the magnificent Lord. I bow to him, I bow to him, I bow to him, I bow to him. Eliminating worldly catastrophes, turmoil, and the maze of mundane deeds. Shattering all earthly aspirations and disseminating deep knowledge. He is the one who helps me see the inner light divine. Extremely accommodating and indifferent to sensuality, 
free from mental abnormalities and enjoying absolute peace, I bow again and again to the quintessential one, the Supreme Lord, converting disciples into his nature, extracting the poison of sensualities from the mind. Satguru is the treasure house of the highest bliss, granting contentment and peace, bestowing all the virtues and destroying and eliminating all fears and delusions as he assumes the magnetic human personality. I bow to the Satguru, the very embodiment of truth and righteousness. I salute you, O beneficent Satguru, or true Guru, the fount of unfathomable wisdom, the vast treasure of intelligence. To know the unknowable, you impart needed perfection. The life-breath of devotees, boundless ocean, abounding in compassion. To the true Guru, adored by all, I bow down, bow down, bow down, bow down, to thee I bow down. Giver of total peace, most venerable, truly helpful in inner ascension. I bow down to the transforming Lord Satguru, bow down, bow down, bow down. To thee I bow down. You infuse perfect tranquility and all noble virtues. Mastering a magnetic persona, you drive away fears bred by infatuation. The family of senses are like snakes with lethal venom. O Satguru, render them poisonless. For a thick, dark night of illusion, the Satguru's words are like powerful beams of the sun. I bow down, says Mehi, to the perfect master. Bow down, bow down, bow down to thee. I bow down. Hymn 14 of the Padavali of Maharishi Mehi Parmhans. Now sung by Madhulata Arya.
Another beautiful mystic hymn of Maharishi Mehi Paramhans from his collection known as the Padavali. Sung in a very ethereal, beautiful style, true to the spirit of the original, by Madhulata Arya, conveying to you something of the beauty of the hymns of the saints. We move now from Maharishi Mehi Paramhans, who passed on in 1986, and Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, who passed on in 1843, into the 21st century, and the year 2018, headed into 2019, and the living words of Swami Vyasananji Maharaj. In a collection of spiritual discourses known as The Inward Journey of the Soul, and a section titled Bhakti, Devotion and Love for God, a spiritual discourse about Bhakti. Swami Vyasanand. Among the seven essential steps for successful farming, the fifth is complete dedication to the task. Similarly, for the inner journey to attain the divine, the fifth step is wholehearted devotion or bhakti and commitment to the practice. Just as a farmer who works wholeheartedly receives the benefit in the form of a successful crop, in the form of a successful crop. In the same way, a practitioner who devotes himself to the spiritual path is more likely to achieve success according to the amount of devotion and effort. If a farmer does not make a full commitment to his work, then his effort does not yield adequate results. Similarly, a spiritual seeker who does not approach this path with devotion would not achieve adequate success despite investing time in the practice of meditation. As Sant Kabir has said, without devotion one cannot reach the abode of the divine, which is difficult to attain. five levels of love or bhakti according to Swami Vyasanand. The way of love or bhakti, Sufis describe five levels of devotion or love. One, not a genuine kind of love. The mind is always contemplating matters of mundane attainments. But with the body, outwardly some virtuous deeds are done even though it is of the lowest kind with sporadic acts of service, the mind would eventually turn itself to God. Two, the body is involved in spiritual acts and there is an effort on the part of the devotee to attach the mind to the Supreme Being. Level three, both the mind and the body are engaged in meditation. However, due to material attachments, the devotee's mind becomes distracted and is engaged in immoral actions. 
Upon realization of this deviation, the devotee immediately recognizes the error and makes correction. Level 4 of Bhakti The devotee loves the Supreme Being with his mind, heart, and soul, and longs for the Divine, like a fish out of water, yearns for water. He does not care about food, sleep, the company of others, and does not wish for anything other than God. Sometimes in yearning for the Divine he swoons. There are many stories of saints who become unconscious, struck by Divine love. True devotees become unconcerned with bodily needs and do not worry about loss or gain. They are unaffected. They are unaffected by the news of death or birth of their loved ones. They are not jealous of others' progress, nor do they worry about criticism or honor and dishonor. Because of their state of ecstasy and carelessness to worldly conventions, Others think of such devotees as crazy, but in this state they enjoy the bliss of God, who is the ocean of love. The devotees have a single focus, and that is to see God. All other longings vanish from their hearts. And level five of the way of love, stage five, bhakti, according to Swami Vyasanand. In this type of love, the devotee becomes like the beloved God. The soul is an inseparable part of the divine, and through devotion, it becomes divine, just like ice made up of water, after melting, becomes water. This kind of devotion leads to the union of the soul and the supreme soul, God says Swami Vyasanand, Love is that meditation or method that makes the impossible possible. That which is harsh becomes gentle. The enemy becomes friend. The weak becomes strong. The concealed becomes revealed. Even though it is said that it takes many lifetimes to realize the divine, if a devotee performs sadhana or spiritual practice with true unwavering devotion, then the Supreme Being will manifest at that moment. that meditation or method that makes the impossible possible, says Swami Vyasanand. Thanks for joining me today on Spiritual Awakening Radio, exploring the Tulsi Sahib Satsang, the teachings of Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, the teachings of Maharishi Mehi Paramhans, and the living teachings of Swami Vyasanand Baba. To say hello, to receive information about this book, The Inward Journey of the Soul by Swami Vyasanand, to receive a link to the Padavali in English online of Maharishi Mehi Paramhans, 
and a link to the book online featuring a translation into contemporary English of the Shabdavali and parts of the Ghat Ramayan of Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, send me an email. I'll send you the links to these things. My email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. James at spiritualawakeningradio.com. Or you can send me a text message at this number, 508-603-9381. Visit my website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. From there, you'll find links to my donate button, my PayPal donate button, if you're interested in supporting this program. And thanks to those of you who do and help keep this mission alive and on the air. There are links to my blog, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and other sites online. Of course, to this YouTube channel, where you can find many editions of Spiritual Awakening Radio. At the YouTube channel, click subscribe. As they say, subscribe and like. Like and subscribe. And if you click on the bell icon... That means you get an alert. It's easy to lose touch with what's going on at a YouTube channel. But if you just click on the bell image, you'll get an alert every time a new upload takes place. You get to stay in touch with the program each week as new episodes appear, new editions of Spiritual Awakening Radio. Tune in again next week at the same time for another edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio. (laughs) 